Welcome to What Christians Should Know, hosted by Dr. Elijah Sadoffel. This podcast equips you with clarity and meaningful answers about God, the Bible, and your Christian life. Now, here's Dr. Sadoffel. When you are slandered, the enemies that are slandering you are the foes on the outside. But in seasons of slander, you have far more to worry about than just the slandering enemies without. The enemy within is a far more ominous threat. In this episode, I will explain three ways how the enemy within nudges you to take your eyes off God and therefore sets you up for defeat. The enemy within simply refers to the carnal side of us that wants to do what it wants to do, desires instant gratification, and distrusts God. Our scripture focus will be Psalm 7. Psalm 7 is a prayer song composed by David. There, we find King David in the midst of a slander campaign. Simply defined, slander is a weaponized lie meant to hurt someone, especially their reputation. By definition, the slander is not true, because if it was true, it would not be slander. The text does not tell us what lie was weaponized against David. It simply tells us that the chief slanderer was a man called Cush. Cush accused David of something, and that something was perceived as injustice. This was a big deal, seeing as how David was a king. He was the man who was supposed to be the prime champion of justice in ancient Israel. David begins by turning to God and asking the Lord to deliver him. In Psalm 7, 1-2, he says, O Lord, my God, in you I have taken refuge. Save me from all those who pursue me and deliver me, or he will tear my soul like a lion, dragging me away while there is none to deliver. Notice that David turns to God first. The psalm opens by him saying, O Lord, my God. David knows that slander is tough, which is why he dares not fight the battle alone. Slander is also difficult to process because we cannot repent of something that we never did. Neither can we make good on something if we never did anything bad. Hence, before David talks to men, he talks to God. This brings me to my first point. One. In seasons of slander, the enemy within nudges us to value the opinion of the crowd more than the opinion of God. A slanderous crowd has a voracious appetite, and the mob does not rest until you are destroyed. A means by which the slander therefore takes hold of you is if you begin to value what others are saying more than what God has to say. If you actually invest in what they say, you get more and more upset when they mock you. The problem is that slander is evil and does not play by the rules. Thus, even if you do something virtuous, slanderers will berate you. This is why the enemy within desires for you to invest serious psychological stock in the opinions of others so those other opinions can trample you down into the dust. The good news is that while slander may fool the public, it can never fool God. Slander never compromises a person standing with their Heavenly Father. The only damage slander can do is to compromise an earthly reputation. So slander can evoke illegitimate anxiety within because of an overestimation of the opinion of others. This is not to say that all anxiety evoked by slander is illegitimate. Slander can evoke legitimate anxiety because of a common-sense awareness that slanderous lies can actually cause real damage in real life. This extends beyond you to your loved ones and family members. 
So the enemy within wants you to value the opinion of the crowd more than the opinion of God. The reality is, if God is pleased with you, it does not matter who is displeased with you. It is therefore better to stand with integrity before God than to fall with the applause of sinners. Only God has the power to save, and only God has the power to deliver. Crowds are fickle and cannot redeem. The Lord is forever and delivers to safety all those who abide in Him. Let us therefore follow David's example and begin an appeal against slander by declaring our unwavering confidence and reliance on God, cognizant that His opinion of us is what matters most. David continues the psalm in verses 3-5. to That text says, O Lord my God, if I have done this, if there is injustice in my hands, if I have rewarded evil to my friend, or have plundered him, who without cause was my adversary, let the enemy pursue my soul and overtake it, and let them trample my life down to the ground, and lay my glory in the dust. 2. In seasons of slander, the enemy within nudges you to become like the enemy you are fighting against. It is critically important to realize that after David turns to God first in Psalm 7, the very next thing that he does is that he turns the lens of examination inward. Note what David says in verses 3 to 5. He says, O Lord, if I have done this, if there is injustice in my hands, if I have rewarded evil to my friends. David serves as a model for all godly people. He models behavior of self-examination. You see, the enemy within desires for you not to examine yourself. Why? So that you can act like everyone else. Doing evil like slander becomes easier and easier if you never take a look at yourself in the mirror, especially when you never examine your behavior in light of God's expressed will in the Bible. The result of acting like everyone else is that you become one of them. If someone yells at you, you yell back. If someone says something derogatory about you, you respond in kind. The enemy within nudges you to become like the enemy you are fighting against so that you lose an audience with God. After all, you cannot appeal to God to defend you against slander when you are slandering yourself. Slanderers know that the lies they are manufacturing are not true. Yet, they can ignore the cries of conscience, telling them to stop lying simply because they never consider their ways through self-examination. Accordingly, the injustice they commit with their words is the instrument they use to take justice away from others. Unfortunately, because the forces of darkness cannot be reasoned with, it makes no sense trying to warn them that their slander harms them more than it harms the target. In fact, the slanderer may feel like they are gaining with autonomy over their words, but they lose having a relationship with God. Whatever slanderers put in their hearts, they deceive themselves and ultimately fail in fulfilling their desires. This is why it is so important not to become like the enemy you are fighting against. You may feel temporary satisfaction in winning a verbal fight or exchanging words for words, but what's at stake is not your reputation with the slanderers. That's already ruined. What's at stake is your reputation with the Lord. 3. In seasons of slander, the enemy within nudges you to forget who God really is. The final line of this psalm, verse 17, says, 
I will give thanks to the Lord according to his righteousness and will sing praise the name of the Lord Most High. At the end of Psalm 7, the text does not say that David was either vindicated or that the slanderers were brought to justice. The text does say that David found his comfort at the end based upon who God is. And who is God? the Lord Most High, or the one who is in complete and total control. The subtle trick that the enemy within likes to play is to nudge you to forget who God really is. When you forget and fail to realize that God is in total control, you lose faith and try to figure this out all by yourself. Distrust of God begets following your own prescriptions instead of the Lord's. Remembering who God is means this season of slander did not catch God by surprise. Remembering who God is means that God will vindicate the righteous, that God is our shield, that the unrepentant will never escape divine justice, and that when you pray to Jesus, he can empathize with victims of slander. The Lord Most High cannot stop being in charge. Hence, the call for the godly to live godly lives now does not change in seasons of slander. Yes, the enemy within is always nudging for you to do that which is not godly, but the sovereign Lord tells us that he adores the righteous and the righteous do what is right, regardless if the crowds reject God's righteous rule. The Lord Most High is above everything else, and when you remember who God really is, you embrace the calling He has placed on your life to think and act above slander. Walk in truth with eyes gazing upward, fixed on the Lord Most High. Thank you for listening. For more valuable resources, including a bookstore and online Bible study, visit wcsk.org.